and good evening. Welcome back to my podcast. Another week. I'm so grateful that God has kept me another week to be able to get this podcast together for you all. And I'm just excited. Um, I'm excited every time it's time for me to do a podcast. So I just pray and hope that all is well with you all, whoever's listening. And again, I just hope that you share my podcast. Um, I, I just pray that you will like it and leave messages and comments. Because like I said in my last one and the one before that, I would love to interact with you all. It's not just about me. It's also about you all as well. So I would just love for you all to leave me a message in the message box on if there's anything you all would like to talk about or if there's anything you all would like to share. I want to know what's on your hearts. I want to know what's on your minds. I want to know what's in your souls. I just want to know what's in your spirit. So I just pray that you will share it with me and we can talk about it and and do whatever we need to do with it. But I just hope and pray that um, even someday... Um, I can also join people onto my podcast as well. I can also join people. So if you ever want to be joined into my podcast, and if you just want to start out my podcast, I'm okay with that as well. I'm on Anchor. If you want to download Anchor, that's fine. And that's what I do my podcast on. And it goes from Anchor and then um, Anchor then sends it out to all the other social um, places that has podcasts so you can find faith over fear on mostly all podcast channels faith over fear is the name of my podcast on all of them spotify is one of the main ones spotify you can go on there and you can listen to my podcast and you can rewind it and go over and over it because I just feel, I just know that it, it it's good messages in spite of the little discrepancies as far as um, the little things that I do in my podcast. But I don't, I don't worry about that because that's not the message. The message is the things that I say that the Holy Spirit gave me to give you all. So as I do my podcast, like I said the last time, I will continue to challenge myself on doing better with speaking on my podcast because I do want to become better and better with doing it and so that's just where I'm at right now with my podcast but before long I know I will be um, where I need to be at for speaking because that's just what I want and if it's something we want we're gonna apply it and we're gonna work hard at making it different and doing it in a different way because we want to always better ourselves. At least we should anyway. And we should want to always um, be the same. So yeah, so that's what I'm working towards. But I just thank you on today. I thank you every day that you listen to my podcast. And and I just, you know, can't thank God enough every day that he give us. Every day that he give us is not our days. It don't belong to us. It belongs to him. It don't belong to us. It belongs to him. I can't stress that enough. It's not about us. It's about him and whatever it is he wants us to do. It's not our agenda. It's his agenda. So God is very well pleased when he see that we make our days about him and not about us. When we seek him, when we pray to him and ask him what it is he wants us to do for the day and not us, uh, and not us waking up and we just going about our day and not praying and asking God what do he want us to do 
So um, that's just some, something to be mindful of doing if, if that's not something that you do already. That's just something that I would start to do every day before getting out doing whatever it is I need to do for the day, whether it's go to work or rather it's, you know, exercise or whatever the case may be. Just always pray to God and just always keep him in your everyday activities and events and thoughts and everything and just watch him show up. He's going to show up and he's going to be there with you. He's going to be there with you. He's going to keep his hand on and throughout your day. Even though we all know that his mercy do and do it forever. We do know that. But to keep him in it, you know, God is going to be in your stuff. You take care of his business, guess what? He's going to take care of your business. So, I just wanted to put that out there. But today, today my podcast is about adapting versus conforming. So, adapting versus conforming. So, I just want to start out by saying, okay, so what do adapt mean? What 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 is it to adapt to something or someone or a place or whatever? So, um, what I got out of it was to make something suitable for a new use or purpose, to modify, adjusting to new conditions, that's to adapt, adjusting to new conditions. I find myself a lot having to do that throughout life, and we all, at some point in our life, have have had to adapt whether we realize that's what it is we were doing or not but we I'm quite sure we all have had to do that at some point but I just feel like I found myself doing it more than you know probably average people (laughs) um but you know that's just me in my life okay so what does it mean to conform or to be conformed that means to comply with rules standards or laws to be similar in form or type or to agree with certain things that other people may agree to when you really have your own opinion about a situation or whatever you really have your own opinion about it but just because you want to fit in you're going to agree to um what everybody else is agreeing to which is not a good thing because then that's when people start to call you passive you know you have a passive attitude you know that means you know you you don't do things on your own you want to fit in so you uh, you um start to just say and do what they say and do or what they want you to say and do basically and so um it also talks about normative influence so what is a normative influence People sometimes change their behaviors, thoughts, and or even the value to be li- to be liked and accepted by others. When people don't want to be left out, this is what they do. They have a normative influence behavior. That's what that's called, a normative influence behavior. And so, again, I know a lot of us... Um, Especially when we were in school and you know how they call it peer pressure and all of that or whatever. We wanted to fit in with everybody else, you know, no matter what it was. We we did it because we wanted to fit in. And even us as adults now, we still do it. <laughs> we still do it. We don't know why. 
And then again, we're not mindful of this is what we're doing. We conforming to what people is doing. But like um, Romans, Romans tell us about um, Romans 12 and 2. It says, and be not conformed to this world, but be ye transformed by the renewing of your minds. So, God is telling us, you know, to trans- transform, you know, how we think and what we do and how we conform to the world. And God, he lets us know that it's not a good thing because we do know that this is God's creation. We know this is God's world, but it's the devil's world also because the devil, he, you know, he still do all he can do. Like he say, I'm going to and fro, <laughs> setting out who I can devour. And I stand on that. He's still saying that right now, as of today. He's always looking to hurt or harm somebody, which is not a good thing. So, yeah, so to adapt and to conform is is two different things. It's kind of like opposite. Well, not kind of like, but it is opposite from one another. Okay, so... We, we ought to know the difference. That's just like me here being where I am now in Ohio. I've moved from Indiana and I've relocated from home several times. And in order for me to have relocated to different states, the times that I did, I had to adjust. And, I'm, and, and that's why I come out said I'm always finding myself adjusting to a lot of different things. But the great thing is, when I thought about it, when I came up with this podcast and I thought about it, I said, well, Lord, at least I am adapting and I'm not conforming to what other people is doing or what it is I see or me trying to fit in, you know, with that, you know, with the people of that state or whatever. I don't I don't find myself doing that. I find myself being my own unique self, you know, still just being me and who I am. And it always tend to draw people to me, um, me just being who I am. And so that's a good thing. That is a great thing, you know, that I've never had the spirit to conform to anything. Um, if I have an opinion or whatever, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to voice it. I'm going to say it um, and everything. So um, I just I just don't find myself conforming to anything. Um so, yeah, so as I'm now here in Ohio, like I said, you know, I'm just adjusting to now being here and being, you know, being adaptive, shall I say, being adaptive while being here and just not doing what everybody else is choosing to do. Um, so, I don't know. And, and as I was coming up with uh, my podcast, I don't know, it took me to Genesis chapter 39 verse 20 through 23 where it talks about joseph and how um he got thrown into prison but to tell you a little bit about who joseph is joseph is um joseph is uh jacob's son and jacob had and jacob had uh some brothers or whatever who despised him basically they was jealous of him um, 
Joseph was the son that his daddy had um, when he was um, at an old age. So he favored Joseph and the brothers, they were, you know, jealous of him for that. Not only was they jealous for that reason, but they were also jealous because Joseph was a dreamer. Joseph was a dreamer. He told them a couple dreams that he had, which, you know, he was letting them know that someday y'all going to bow down to me. And so the brothers was like, uh-uh, you know, that's not going to be us. So we're going to just get rid of him is, you know, is what they started thinking. So what they ended up doing was throwing Joseph into a pit. But let me go back. And his dad also favored him by giving him this coat of many colors, too. And so um, now moving forward. Um, so his brothers decided that we got to get him out of here. You know, he he's favored by our dad. He's this dreamer. So they saw Joseph coming afar. And so they already had conformed together. They already conformed on what it is they was going to do with him when they saw him coming. And Joseph, you know, he didn't conform to his brothers and their behaviors and how they were. Joseph was still, you know, just a 17-year-old young man who did whatever his father asked him and watched over the flock and everything. So Joseph, he never conformed with them. So as the brothers conform, Joseph come, they throw him off into the pit. They just tried to get rid of him. They thought he was going to die. They thought, you know, they'll never see him again and all of that. But if you read the story later on down, that was not the case. God turned what they meant for evil. God turned it around for Joseph's good. He then became into the palace of Pharaoh, um, who was... Um, the head person in the kingdom there or whatever he became um kind of like his right hand man until pharaoh's wife lied on joseph <laughs> said joseph um had raped her or something like that i believe and so um pharaoh got mad and threw him into the prison all because of a deception from his wife told you the enemy he he is no good you know he come in all different forms he is a deceiver she just deceived joseph and so um so that's what genesis 39 20 through 23 and then 37 so i'm gonna just read it 20 it say and joseph's master took him and put him into the prison, a place where the king's prisoners were bound. And he was there in the prison. But the Lord was with Joseph and showed him mercy and gave him favor in the sight of the keeper of the prison. And the keeper of the prison committed to Joseph's hand all the prisoners that were in the prison. Wow, look at God. And whatsoever they did there, he was the doer of it. So that means he was the man. And I'm just going to stick a pen right there real quick. So what? So that just took me back to me at one time in my life. I remember, if it's okay for me to tell this testimony, this story real quickly. Um, I remember when I relocated from home, which is um, Kansas City, Missouri, hometown, born and raised there. I had just, this is my first time ever relocating. And that was to Chicago, Illinois. Went there, um, found the place, me and my daughter. 
you know, we living at this place, but um, something had came up to where me and my daughter had to go back to Kansas City, you know, and we had to go take care of some business there. We was gone like a couple days or so. We come back and the landlord of the building had locked me and my daughter out. He did an illegal lockout on us. So with him doing that, um, you know, I'm just like, well, where's all our stuff at? You know, so I had called non-emergency police, whatever. They come out. They talk to him. They talk to me. They go on the inside, talk to somebody who we say is a witness or whatever. Come back out. The police tell me I had to go. So I'm steady asking the landlord. I'm like, where's all our stuff at? He said he, he told the police he lied. <laughs> the enemy. He lied and told the police I took everything with me with me when me and my daughter left. So then my so then I said, how was I able to take a apartment full of stuff when we got on a mega bus? How how was that possible? So the police still didn't want to listen to me, didn't believe me, whatever. All the police could say, well, I'm sorry, ma'am, but he don't want you on the property. So you can imagine how that made me feel. Now me and my daughter have nothing. Nothing at all. The enemy took everything. <laughs> this was the first time. So once that happened, you know, I'm crying. And, you know, me and my daughter had to go stay at a hotel, which cost a whole lot. And I really couldn't afford it. But, hey, I had to do what I had to do. And so that's what we did. But then I had ran somebody who uh, was telling me about this family women's shelter. I have never lived in a shelter my whole life. <laughs> But for whatever reason, y'all, guess what? I had to go to this shelter. And so, before doing so, I prayed to God. And I'm like, I don't know, Lord, what this purpose is about. I don't know what is going on, but I trust you. And so, I swallowed my pride. And I went into this shelter, me and my daughter. We checked ourselves in. We got our room and everything. These women and and children and babies, you know, they looking at us and they knew we was different. They knew we wasn't from there and everything. But to make a long story short, uh, I ended up adapting. That was my, you know, that was a time where I had to adapt because I've never lived in a shelter. So we adapted. So while while being there. It was kind of like with Joseph, what happened with him. He became the man over the prison. I became the woman of over all the women in the shelter. God favored me in this shelter. The staff favored me. They loved me. I was the only one who can be out late for work. And at the time, my daughter was like 12 or 13 or something like that. And the, the kids wasn't able to be there at the shelter alone. They The parent had to always be there. But me... All I had to do was call. They, oh, yeah, we'll watch her. It's okay. <laughs> that was God showing favor. So, yeah. So, the enemy, again, what he tried to make for evil and tried to discourage me and everything, God turned it around into my favor. And so, I was over these women. I was holding my own groups. Um, I was, you know, making chore lists and, you know, all everything. So, granted... I, I became in that position while being in there. And there were some ladies who 
had become envious of me, who had became jealous and everything of me. But I didn't allow for that to get in the way or take away my character. And at that time, I wasn't even fully saved at that time. But I just knew that it was a purpose in that. And I just knew that this was for a reason. I just didn't know why until I got in there. But while in there, God showed me favor. Hallelujah, God. He showed me favor. And this is where, too, just to say this, and then I'm going to move forward. This is where, too, I felt uh, my ex-fiance as well. He was a staff in there, and he was working there. And so, um, him and I, you know, we started talking, and then we started dating outside the shelter and everything. And um, Then one thing just led to another. It went quickly. And so... Him and I ended up living together, so he brought me out of the shelter. So me and my daughter come out of the shelter after being there for six months. And um, and so we we come out of the shelter. We now living with him. Him and I, we ended up engaged. We ended up planning a wedding and everything. But then when God show up, y'all, and all I can say is, but God is all I can say. Because when God showed up, after five years of me being in this relationship with him, God showed up. It was a marriage about to go on and all that, but God like, uh-uh, this is not your husband. So I discerned God speaking to me, and I saw it for what it was because God opened my eyes to see everything that I was blinded to as I was in the relationship. He opened my eyes to see it. So I, I was happy about that, and then again, I was not saved at that point at that time. Um, so now, you know, I, I I come out, you know, I move out of his house. I find me a place. First place I put my um, application in, this apartment, I get to. It's a duplex or a house. All the time in my mind, my daughters don't even know because my daughters and their friends was the ones helped me pack up this U-Haul, helped me get my things over to the apartment and everything. And my daughters didn't even know that in my mind, I said, once I get in this house and get all my things in there and they leave, I am surrendering. I'm throwing my hands up. I am surrendering to you, Lord. And I did just that. I fell on my knees. I surrendered to God. And this is when I got saved. But I said that to say this. God, he, he, he present things before us. And we never know the reason or the purpose of whatever it is that's taking place in that moment. But when, when God showed up and was speaking in my heart, he was letting me know that it took for me to relocate to Chicago to meet this man to get me to this church where he wanted me to be and where he wanted to feed me at. This was the purpose because as I was with uh, my ex-fiance, him and I uh, had ended up visiting his auntie and uncle's church and we needed an officiant to marry us. So we was we so we asked the pastor at his auntie and uncle's church after going there a little a little while we asked him he said he would do it for us for free and everything but i'm so in tune with the word i'm so in tune with the word and everything it just made me curious to wanting to keep coming back keep coming back and it was god it was all god and and i ended up joining the church and it's crazy y'all because my ex-fiance 
the enemy ended up showing up with him to where he started feeling a certain type of way when it came to the pastor because the pastor was single. Now, another again, the enemy deceiver, he deceived him. The enemy took something away from him and he allowed for it to happen, but that was on him. So guess what happened? He stopped coming to the church because of how he started feeling with insecurities and jealousy started setting up and everything. So he stopped going to the church. That right there was number one cue for me. Um, the guy was trying to get me to see something. Then, like I say, after that is when God, you know, opened my eyes to see fully what was going on. We never got married. So I, so my ex-fiance and I, we did. We joined the church. He got baptized. But again, the enemy started setting up in him. He never came back. I kept going. This is where God wanted me. This is where he placed me. This is where God fed me. Because, y'all, I ended up joining the church. Not only did I join the church, I became an active member. I ground myself at church. Not because it was something I had to do. It was something I wanted to do because I wanted it. I wanted God. I was seeking him and I was applying everything that he was giving to me and everything. And this is where I became saved. This is where I became um, everything that God wanted me to be and where he wanted me at. So I was at this church four and a half years and I've learned a lot there. I mean, when I say I was active, like I said, I was an usher. I was in women's ministry. I was in the church. Um, I mean, the Christian education, which was over the Sunday school. I taught some Sunday school lessons. I, you know, I just, we went out, we did feedings every Saturday. I did miss a Saturday. I was always out. I just, you know, God just, uh, he just really worked with me. So I just wanted to get that story out of there because that was just kind of like how Joseph was just dealing with that um, when his brothers threw him in the pit and, you know, thought that they was going to get rid of him. But that wasn't the case at all. That's just like the landlord in Chicago, how he did me and my baby and everything. And he thought, you know, I guess the enemy thought that, you know, he was going to really get to my soul, but that didn't happen. That didn't happen. And y'all, I'm telling you, I didn't. I just prayed to God. <laughs> I just prayed to God. And he showed up. And for that, I, I was just so grateful. But, um, but yeah, so I was able to move forward. I was in the shelter six months or whatever, but I came out. So that's why I'm saying all of us at one point or another have had to adapt in one way or another. And, um... A lot of us, you know, could also have been conforming to certain things and didn't know that this is what was going on instead of adapting, you know. And so, um, so yeah, so that's why I pointed this story out because it was kind of like similar to something I have dealt with before in my life. Um, so, yeah, um, that's just like, you know, animals. Animals adapt, you know. And they, they adapt to their environments, you know, plants. They adapt, you know, from when we water them and, you know, them getting the sunlight and, you know, just the different phases to it and how they, you know, have to adapt to a lot of different things. Um, so, yeah. Um, so, yeah. So, when it comes to the two, we have to discern them. We have to discern them. Or whatever we, you know, we don't want to be adaptive. 
and conform all at the same time. That's just that just <laughs> that just don't go hand in hand or whatever. That just don't sound good to do. Um, we we conform to we conform to our environments with our own adaptability, and um, and to conform it is so easy for us to do. Conforming is quite easy when we change ourselves for people. The world say that we have to do it this way or we have to do it that way. That's us conforming and we just go right on along with it. <laughs> you know, instead of adapting to it. So how do we adapt to what the world wants us to do? How do we adapt to... um? What it is people say and do. How do we adapt versus conforming to it? So to adapt is, you know, that we, 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 we is who we are. We take our own unique selves and how we are and we, we keep it, we keep it authentic. We keep it authentic, but we just don't, we just don't, um, comply to what it is they think say or do but once that happened guess what <laughs> once that happened then people start to see you different this is the renewing of the mind we're different you know people start to see that they you know they they didn't say what we said they didn't go about it the way we went about it they went about it in our way but they went about it in their own authentic way they did it in their own authentic way, which was adapt, which was adaptable to the way that we did it. But everybody else just did it the way um, that they saw it, the way that everybody else did it. So that's that's the difference, or whatever. Um, that's just like to walk in a room, to walk in a room, and. And, and and everybody decided to wear the same color. <laughs> everybody then conformed once, you know, amongst each other. We're going to wear this color or whatever. But then you walk in there and you, your own authentic self, uniqueness, you walk in there. You may have on the same colors that they have on, but you may have it in a different form, in a different way. And you wear it differently. That's your authentic, your that's your authentication. That's your uniqueness, you know. So now everybody got their eye on you because they like, you know, they complied, you know, to what we said we was gonna wear. But look how different they did it. Look how, you know, they adapted to what we asked them to do. But just look how different it is. So that's the difference. That is the difference. And this is how God wants us to be. You know, um, and God wanna, you know, He wants us to pray and ask Him, you know, to to become adaptive. If we're not, He wanna show us how to walk in a room with our adaptability and still, you know, conform to what it is that they're doing, but not conforming to it. You know, still being our unique selves. You know, and still doing it. You know how they say, but just doing it in our own way. <laughs> that's 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 
all it is God wants us to do. So that's why he said, do not conform to this world. You know, we, we authentic. We are our own person. We do things in our own way. We don't want to do things for people to like us. You know, so that means we're going to conform to what they do because, you know, because I want, I want them to like me or, you know, let me do this so that person can love me. Let me, you know, just finding things, you know, taking you out of who you are, taking you away from you to fit in to somewhere else. No, that's not what God wants us to do. And that's what it is he's talking about in Romans 12. Um, just us being our own unique selves. So, yeah, um... So, yeah, God, just pray about it. God will show us, you know, and he will give us the process on doing so. He will give us the process on doing so. So, um, so just pray about it and everything. And I just hope and pray that you're understanding what it is that I'm saying about being adaptive and being conforming. Um, I just pray that you're getting something out of it. I pray that you take notes and wanting to fully understand it and you can go and do your own research and everything your own self when it comes to the two um that would be a great thing for you to just go back and when I do my podcast my research and the things that I come up with is the things that I come up with and the things that I research but y'all can take it and do your own research and get whatever it is out of it that you can get out of it and then guess what you can put it in a message box and just you know briefly say what it is you got out of it and so that way we can talk about what it is you got out of it and how um, you searched in the the different information that you come up with than I come up with. I would love for that to happen. Um, so, yeah, so I'm just waiting to hear back from you all. I can't wait till you all start interacting with me. Um, I'm just so excited to open up my podcast and I just see my messages just overflowing with messages and everything. Um, I will be ecstatic when that happens. And I know it's coming. Praise God, because I know God, with God, all things are possible. Okay, so just moving right on along. Adapt is what we need to do because we're still our, 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 our own authentic selves. Don't conform to what you see. God shows us how to adapt. We have to be intentional about our thoughts. And when it comes to people, places, and things, you are not to be called to conform, but to adapt. God wants to teach us how to adapt. He really does. He wants to teach us how to adapt, you know, how to still, you know, um, do what it is that they're doing, but just not doing it in the same exact way, but in our own unique ways. And I just pray and hope that you understand that. So, um, so the first thing, you know, resist the urge to conform to rejection. Rejection demands conformity from us. We change to rejection and conform to what people think. So when we get rejected, a lot of people don't like to get rejected. So that's why a lot of people, um, won't ask a question. That's why a lot of people won't say truly how they feel about a certain thing. Maybe they like you. Maybe they want to build a relationship. Maybe they, you know, want to marry you. I don't know. Whatever the case is, they, 
they not going to say it because they don't know the answer or what the answer is going to be. And they don't want to feel rejected. So by doing so, they just keep it within themselves or whatever. And so they then start to want to change, um, you know, how, how they see it or um, they'll start to change the way that they wanted to present it to you the first time or they wanted to say it to you the first time or whatever. So it'll make them, you know, just wanting to change up um, from how they originally wanted to do it. So, um, you know, so we, you know, we, we got to get out of that with rejection. I look at it like this. If I ask a question or whatever it is, it's either yes or no <laughs> or maybe or I don't know. Let me see. I don't know. But I'm ready and I'm okay with whatever the answer is. I don't care what it is. To me, no question, no question is stupid other than the question I ask. That's what was always taught to me. So we were always wanting to know something. We, you know, when we want to know something, when we want to see something, when we want to do something or whatever, um, don't be afraid of being rejected behind it. Uh, accept the answer for what it is and please do not change yourself behind it don't let it disrupt your soul don't let it make you feel bad don't let it you know discourage you or any of that don't let it do any of that don't let it take anything away from you because that's what the enemy won't he want to keep us bound you know in fear and anything else that God, you know, don't want us to be. That's the enemy. So that's all the enemy will do. He'll just set these things up in you. And then now guess what? You can't be your own unique self, your authentic authentic self. You can't no longer be that because now you're so worried about how people see or feel or you know think and all of this. Please get get that out your mind. Renew your mind. God, you know, tell us that in Romans 12 again with the renewing of our minds that means we have to renew our minds we have to renew our hearts we have to renew our souls and our spirits um everything has to line up together and just you know um just accept the rejection for what it is is all i can say okay moving forward when we have rejection we think that it's something wrong with us and so we change who we are to conform in order to be accepted and I just was talking about that. We don't have to do that. No, we don't have to do that. And I just was explaining that. So I pray if this is what you do, I just pray that you will pray and ask God to take that away from you. And uh, defeat the enemy because that's all it is. It's, you know, nothing good is from uh, the enemy. But all good things is from God. And one thing God don't want us to be is in fear. He don't want us to be fearful of nobody but him. And so we can't, we can't, um, be fearful, uh, when it comes to rejection, break the covenant that you made with conforming, break the covenant. We change who we are to be accepted, but God wants to change us from conforming to people, places, and things into adapting and you still just being you, which that's what I've been talking about. And that's what God wants to do. If we've been conforming to people, places, and things, we pray and ask God, you know, to put in an adapting spirit with us so that we still can do the things that people is doing, but just doing it in our own 
unique ways and not exactly, you know, how they know how to do or how they program to do it and everything. So we just got to pray and ask God, you know, to just renew our spirits when they come to that and to show us, you know, how to be adaptive. And, um, and he'll give it to us. He'll show us. Um, and just keep praying until you see it and until it happens. When we start to love someone or something, we adapt to it. I just believe that we adapt to it first. Um, after dealing with it for so long or being around that person so long or I don't know, maybe it's your car you didn't have for so long and we know it's about the wheels about to fall off of it, but we love this car. We didn't adapt it to this car. This car treat is good, you know, so now um we have adapted to it. Um we we didn't conform to it. Um because uh we didn't conform to it because um we 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 don't let our cars um you know, we don't we don't let our cars um um get us down. We don't um we we just we don't conform to our cars, period. <laughs> we just don't conform to them. We adapt to them and we adapt to people, places and things. Um and not be conformed into loving something or someone because we had to adjust to it first whatever it is we've made up in our mind we made up in our minds that um we you know we 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 just gonna adapt to whatever it is we're gonna adapt to it or whatever um we we've we've made up in our mind okay we we have the spirit to adapt in our minds to accept it for what it is and can look past the flaws of it instead of conforming to the person place or thing or whatever it is by not who we are trying to um be by trying to conform to um whatever it is whatever it is um we're not trying to conform to it um or whatever okay so like people just say people and their behavior or whatever um we've grown to love this person in spite of their behavior or in spite of their flaws or in spite of whatever it is they do we have grown that adaptability to do so because we know now that that's who this person is or whether or whatever versus conforming to the behavior or to whatever it is or whatever is being done or whatever instead of conforming to it meaning us belittling ourselves and trying to fit in with that person just for that person to love us back or um or whatever the case may be so that that would be the difference with that we not we're not belittling ourselves um, to conform to, um, like I said, whatever it is. Okay, so away from us. And so now, not only did we not feed into it or whatever, you won't, we want it to be, um, so we, so we, um, so we just, uh, instead of, 
I mean, so we, we end up accepting it, period. No matter what it is, we just, we end up accepting it or whatever. Not conforming to it, but being adaptive to it. Still being ourselves, still being who we are, but just adapting and not conforming to it. We have to know how to settle in adjusting to stuff. We, we have to know how to settle in and adjust to stuff that we wouldn't normally do, but allowing ourselves to adapt to whatever it is. And then again, I've, I, uh, I have adapted to a lot of things in my life and I'm still adapting. Uh, I think all of us are and just don't realize that's what it is that we're doing. Things that we do that we just don't want to do, but, or we haven't done before and everything. And we, you know, put it in our minds. Okay. I can do this. And you know, you can, you can just adjust to it, um, and be adaptive about it. Um, it's, is, is what it is or whatever. And it's a great thing to be able to adapt or whatever. It's a great thing, I believe, because every time I have had to adapt, I always saw it for what it was. <laughs> um, and with me seeing it for what it was, I'm always able to just, you know, um, make myself comfortable or whatever. I'm always able to do that. And me just not, you know, coming in, but because I see that they do this this way and now here I am doing it the same no <laughs> no uh, I've never just really done that before okay so um um so again we have to pray and ask God you know for the for the adaptive spirit that he want us to have or whatever um, and he will, like I said before, and he will give it to us. Um, we, we need God to help us with it. We truly do. Because a lot of us, um, a lot of us, you know, that's how we know how to do is conform and not adapt or whatever. And, you know, and after you hear this podcast, I just pray that you would want to start to adapt and just not be conforming to anything. The world is the devil's. <laughs> yes, it is. God created the world, but the devil has taken over. But as we continue to follow and see God, he, of course, will give us all that we need to withstand the wiles of this world. So don't be conformed. But be renewed in your minds to want to have the spirit of adaptability, still being unique, but changing things up. It doesn't matter how people see you. All that matters is how God sees us. And that's all that matters. It doesn't matter about what nobody else think or what nobody else is going to say. Because guess why? We're now renewing our minds and we're now um, being adaptive. And not conforming to situations, circumstances, people, places, and things. We're now renewing our minds. We are now, you know, um, getting out of what we used to, what we normally would do by complying with everybody else. It's time to, um, it's time to stop doing that. It's time to, uh, start just focusing and praying to God on still you being you and you being able to um, adapt to any situation 
no matter what the situation, being able to adapt to it. And as you adapt, I just believe that you should also just pray for purpose, pray for reason, you know, ask God for understanding, you know, because he will give it to you. Ask him to reveal it to you. Um, whatever it is that you um, are adapting to, you know, pray about it or, or whatever you have no other choice but to adapt to like me when I went to the shelter I had no other choice but to adapt to that situation it was either that or me and my daughter was gonna be homeless sleeping in my car and that was not an option for me and that's not what God wanted for me wanted for us neither so I had no other option other than swallow my pride you know and go ahead and do this (laughs) and show God that I'm okay with this adaptability that I now have to have. But God showed me in that, which I'm just now thinking about and reading Joseph's story, where God also had given me um, the the adaptability and also allowed for me to still be who I was in the midst of it and through it all. Because I never changed to fit in or to conform with the other ladies, you know, and whatever it is that they were doing. I never, I never tried to fit in with them. I was my own unique self and, you know, and I kept it that way, but I didn't know. I I, I didn't know until now that I'm talking about it, that that's what God had given me. And, and I didn't even pray for it. He showed favor and he just gave it to me. Thank you, Lord. He just put that, in my remembrance and he just showed me just right now and as I'm talking to you all he just showed me that that's what uh having adaptability but being your own unique authentic self looks like praise God and that's just how the Holy Spirit show up and that's how he worked and I thank you I thank you Holy Spirit for just showing me that so now I'm able to just fully let you all know that that's what God wants you to have the adaptability to also um to also conform to whatever it is but you still being you. So I just pray that you know the Holy Spirit will show up with you all and I pray that he will show you all how to do it how um you know how he want it done or how he see fit on how to do it or get it done or whatever so i just pray that you all pray and ask him because that is a beautiful thing now that's a beautiful thing to be able to do and you still be your own unique self everybody will look at you (laughs) and they'll be in awe like who she thinks she is or you know who who is this you know (laughs) wow and I bet you that's probably how people see me right today. And this is probably why a lot of people is apart, you know, is apart from me. I be thinking I got friends, you know, I want to hang out with friends and shoot. I'm talking to them one minute. The next minute, I don't see them no more. I don't talk to them, no nothing. Because they probably look at me and be like, how, how can she be that way? How, how does she just do that? You know, <laughs> She's still her own unique self. Great personality. Light shining through her. And, you know, and she could still, you know, have people, you know, coming to her, talking with her, um, 
you know, just whatever it is, engaging in conversations, whatever it is. And she ain't even like us. She just still her own unique self. And that's just me. And I tell people all the time, when you meet me, this is who I am. What you see is what you get. I'm not going to ever stunt. I'm not going to ever portray to be someone that I'm not. I'm not going to ever try to um, do something that others are doing or whatever. Um, And I just hope and pray that one day, Lord, (laughs) that they will see me and see how unique and how authentic and how different I am and want to break away from that conformity. And want to break away from that conformity and want to know how to be who they are and to know how to adapt as being the person that they are. Wow, that that's deep. That's deep. Wow. But that's a wonderful, that's a great thing to know and want to do. So I challenge you on today or whenever you listen to my podcast, I challenge you to pray and ask God to do it for you. Show you the difference. Instill it in you to do so. Apply it when he give it to you. And know it is God. And know it's God. Because he's going to give it to you. He's going to show you. And I just pray also that as you listen to this podcast that it will renew your way of thinking. It will renew your mind. Because that's what God wants us to do. He wants us to be renewed in our minds. He wants us to start seeing things differently. He wants to start being able to be in control. He wants to be able to start being able to use us for his glory and for his purpose and for his reason and not for our own. So we have to renew our minds. And we have to take the things of God seriously. If you want him to start taking things of yours seriously. So I just pray that, you know, you would just go and you would just ask him. So I just thank you all for listening to my podcast. Again, I pray that you all got something out of it. Um, it was truly a blessing for me to have done this. And as I was speaking to you all, I was getting some out of it. The Holy Spirit was speaking to me as well. He is giving me something to think about. <laughs> he has given me something, and I'm just so grateful for that. But that's just how great and how good he is. He's going to give us the desires of our hearts as well. All we have to do is ask. He said we have not because we ask not. So I just believe right now it's time for us to start, you know, asking God. Start having a relationship with him. Start wanting to seek him. Because he's always there waiting with open arms. He's, he's a patient God. He's a loving God. He's always there waiting patiently for us. So I just pray that you will get it in your souls to want to do so. To want to start having a closer relationship with God. Not saying that you don't have one, but I'm just saying, you know, just an even better relationship. Just continuing to seek him. Continue to, to desire him and ask him for him. Continue to get fed. Because I'm always hungry and I'm always thirsty for the word. So, yeah, this is my prayer on the day. I thank you so much again for listening to me. And like I say, please leave me a message in the message box. Um, I pray that you're going to, and do your um, research and your study on adapt, 
um, um, been adaptive and conforming. And I just pray that you'll put something in the comment um, or in the message part of it. So that way we can interact back and forth about it. Because you could probably come up with something different than I come up with. And I'm eager to hear what you got you know, to say about it. Or whatever it is you have come up with, I'm just eager to hear about it. Because I know it's going to bless me. Just like I pray that this word blessed y'all on today. How to be adaptive and not conform to this world. But having the renewing of your mind to want to adapt and to change. To be your own unique and authentic selves. So until next time, um, you all have a good night. And just remember, faith over fear. Bye.